Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Down in the DMs, uh, the best podcast you listen to. What's up, Charlie? How are you doing today? Doing pretty good. Uh, we're going to talk about something a little different today. This is going to be a little different episode. Deviate from the mean a little bit. Uh, we're going to talk about something that's important to us and uh, something we've, we, we think more people should talk about. We're out here uh, trying to end the stigma with mental, mental health, mental, mental illnesses. We're just out here trying to make you better people. And trying to spread positivity throughout the world, one podcast at a time. So today, we're going to do a little deep dive on our own experiences um, with mental illnesses, depression, anxiety, and uh, kind of shed light on it. And we hope it inspires you to do the same, um, to talk about any problems you're having, to reach out to others who you suspect are having problems, um, really just... And the stigma. Make it okay to talk about because the stigma is what leads leads it down the wrong path. And right. So if we talk about it, if we make it normal to talk about, then people that need help will get help. And that's what we're just trying to do today. So Charlie has a prepared statement. Yeah, this in is a way. So a weird topic. As you guys as you guys know, I'm a procrastinator. We all are. Um so this was something that this was one of my finest, my finest examples of procrastination, but it, it's okay because I think that it's meaningful. This is something that it's ends up, It's probably more important than the test that I studied for. Yes. Did you have so, a test already today? Do what? Did you have a test already today? Yeah. You did. How'd you do on it? You it was think? all right. Yeah. I think I did okay. All right. Good. All right. Go ahead. Considering that I spent like two hours like <laughs> typing out a monologue. Go ahead. You were good. Jump right in. Oh, that Siri. Was talk- Siri. Siri's talking to us from your business. What's up, Siri? What's up? Okay. I'm going to move the mic so it's in, out of the way of my computer. So, I'm sitting here in the library at 4 a.m. and I need to do anything other than study. So I decided to open up a blank Word document and type this, type this up. So strap up, grab some tissues, maybe cuddle up next to someone you really care about, and really think about the things that I'm about to say. Eight years ago, today, on October 15th, A young man named Will Troutwine took his own life. Will was four years older than me, and this was the first year that I had just started going to the new public school that I would eventually end up graduating from. I heard some things about it because I had friends who who had older siblings in his grade and stuff like that, Um, and he had two brothers a year older than me and a year younger than me, but in all honesty, I was still too young and naive to really understand what it all meant so I didn't pay much attention to it at the time. Little did I know that this tragedy would eventually come to change every aspect about my life and define almost everything about who I am as a person. At that time, I was a kid who had too many of his own problems to deal deal with to really care about anyone else in his life. I got in a lot of trouble at school, I had a poor relationship with my own family because of my actions, and I had a lot of trouble maintaining good relationships with any of my friends because of how I treated them. I was busy thinking I was better than everyone else and selfishly acting out, causing problems for my teachers, my peers, my friends, my coaches, and my family. Something, but while that was was going on, something truly incredible was really happening in our community. Some of Will's friends had gotten together and decided that Will's legacy should continue to live on and his lovable personality Selfless ideals and airtight morals should not pass on along with him. They came together and with the help of Will's incredible family, 
they created the Will to Live Foundation. They wanted to share their favorite things about Will with everyone that they, that they could. They wanted to spread Will's ability to bring people together and welcome anybody with the same love and compassion that he always gave to all of them. Fast forward a couple years to my freshman year of high school. By then, Will's friends and family had already had an enor- enormous success with the foundation and made a huge impact within the community. Will's friends had started the Will to Live Club at our high school, and on a whim, I just decided to sign up and go to their first meeting to check out what it was all about. Because there weren't any trout wines in my grade, there were really only a few of us there. The leaders of the club asked if any of us wanted to be representatives for our freshman class. At the time, I didn't really care that much about school. I wasn't really involved in anything other than the sports I played, and I didn't come into the meeting expecting to take on to a taking on a leadership role. But something compelled me to raise my hand and volunteer. I don't know if it was God, if that's something you choose to believe in, or fate, or some other force. But looking back on it, raising my hand that instant turned out to be the single greatest decision that I ever made, and was a moment that would change my life forever. Of course, these amazing people accepted me immediately and met me head on with more love and compassion than I'd ever felt before in the past and I immediately knew that I was part of something special. Ever since then, I've had the opportunity to meet and be friends with some of the greatest people on the entire planet. There's a group of people that do not have a drop of hate in their entire body and would do anything for one another simply because of the love that they have for you. It was this group of people that taught me what love really meant, that it's okay to really love the people who make a difference in your life. This love is something that's contagious and has spread like a wildfire in our community. As of today, the Will to Live Foundation has now raised over a million dollars through fundraising events such as Willstock, an event that carries on Will's love of music to bring joy to thousands of people. The Will to there where there, the where there's a will, there's a way. 5K, and countless other fundraisers organized by the amazing kids who make up the organization. The foundation has used that money to fund the SOS Signs of Suicide program in in over 2,000 middle schools and high schools to continue to spread awareness about the mental health and adolescent suicide epidemic. One of my favorite stories that's really had an impact on me is one that Mr. Troutwine tells all the time. Mr. Troutwine played baseball for Northwestern and went on to find himself pitching for the Boston Red Sox. Not a big deal. Not a big deal at all. (laughs) In his darkest hour, at his son's wake, he was giving a speech, and when he looked out into the crowd, he saw teammates that he hadn't talked to in 20 years, and they just showed up to support him because he he really needed it. The guys that he grew up with became a man with, experienced his first with, guys who loved him no matter what, just because he had shown that same kind of unconditional love for them. From this was born the concept of life teammates, that means no matter what, if you love someone, you're, you're there for them through thick and thin forever. He tells us that guys you're friends with now will be the, one, the guys who are in your wedding, your godparents to your children, and they'll be your support system for no matter what happens the rest of your life. This is something I try and live my life by, and I know that he has touched hundreds if not thousands of others with the same message. You see, the lasting impact that Will has had in the incredible community built around his tragic passing has changed so many lives, including my own, for the better. Within this community, there's so much love and openness and understanding 
that people look in from the outside and they say they've never seen anything like it. But that's not where the story ends. On November 18th of 2017, we lost a member of this community, this family. Last November, my life teammate, Colin Sather, took his own life. Colin was someone who was heavily invested in the Woodall Live community. He was one of the first people who took me in and showed me love before I even joined the organization and before I even knew what it meant to have a life teammate. Colin was a year older than me. He was a star member of our lacrosse team, a captain. He was smart, funny, good-looking, and he was widely loved all throughout our school. He was actually someone I really looked up to and respected and admired. In many ways, he was just like Will. So after this long-winded introduction of what this all means to me, I want to address the topic of mental health. Colin was someone that so many of us looked up to and admired and looked to for our own strength. Just because he seemed okay and strong, it didn't mean that there weren't demons that he was battling with on his own. Because he felt that people looked up to him as a source of strength, he wasn't in a place to share his struggles, even within a community that preached that it's okay to not be okay and provided outlets to help those that weren't. There's absolutely no one who's safe from the wrath of these mental illnesses that have destroyed so many beautiful lives. I myself have found, my, have found myself in the past and even recently struggling with depression and anxiety. This is something that only a select few people know about me. However, I hope that admitting this in such a public forum will encourage others to step forward and find the courage to speak about their own battles. This is a topic that's so tough for so many people to talk about for so many different reasons. But nonetheless, it's something that absolutely nobody should have to deal with on their own. Being someone that's so involved and passionate about mental health, I've often felt just like Colin did, as if I needed to be the strong one, put on a smiling face for those that I needed, that I felt needed more help than I needed theirs. But if the Troutwines and the Will Live Foundation have taught me one thing, it's that there's no need to go through anything on my own, and I can always confide in those whom I trust and love the most to take care of me when I feel as if I'm unable to take care of myself. I've had the honor and the privilege of being the person that a struggling friend has reached out to. Having an experience like this with someone is truly something special and brings you closer with them than you ever thought possible. While you might look at it as a big responsibility, and it is one, it's one that I'm absolutely willing, absolutely willing to assume for anyone and everyone who needs it. The power of love and hope should never be overlooked because you're, when you're the one in need, you finally realize how much that love and hope really can really mean to you. So to those few of you out there who've shown me the light and you know who you are, I truly thank you from the bottom of my heart. There's so many parts to everyone's story that it's impossible to get a whole picture without having a deeper conversation with someone and what they're struggling with. Because I promise you that everyone is struggling with something, no matter how serious it might seem to you. We live in a society where mental illness is looked upon as a sign of weakness and is often written off as something like a rut or a bad couple of days. I've seen too many times in my life people who admit that they're, they're struggling get called out as just asking for attention or something similarly degrading and ignorant. I've also seen the flip side, the flip side where people like Colin and Will choose not to ask for help and unfortunately end up letting their demons win the battle. 
So I implore all of you to reach out to one friend, and even if they don't seem like they're struggling, have a serious conversation with them. Let them know that they're loved, and if they are struggling, encourage them to get help, because this is a battle that I personally believe can be overcome. Please do not wait until it's too late, please. Everyone loves to feel loved, and I promise you, you are never too cool to tell someone that you love them, because chances are, they love you too. So shouts to the Troutwine family for having such a huge impact on my life and, such, and being such incredible, talented people. Just want to take a quick second to personally recognize everyone in that family that's welcomed me with open arms and the love and compassion that makes the Will to Live Foundation everything that it is. Big shouts to Mikey Trout. He's seriously one of the smartest humans I've ever met. He's a freshman at Northwestern right now and he's playing baseball and also bouncing going to a crazy good school. But I know he's having no problems whatsoever because he's just that kind of well-rounded, great kid. Also, not to mention, he's one of the most outgoing, funniest guys I know who brings a huge smile to the face of everyone in whatever room he's in. Huge shouts to Tommy Troutwine. This is a name I'm almost certain you're gonna hear a lot in the future. He started a band called Jester that's literally one of my favorite bands. He's one of the most musically gifted people I've ever met, and I've had the honor of listening to him play and get better and better and better over the past five or six years. I play his songs for people without telling them he's my friend, and they literally ask me what the name of his band is so they can listen to his music on their own. They're shocked afterwards when I tell them I'm actually close friends with the lead singer. A bunch of my friends here in South Carolina actually listen to Jester on a regular basis. Without, this is true. Yeah. This is true. Avery loves Jester. Shout out Avery. Shouts to Avery. They have no other reason to do that other than the fact they're, that Jester's music is, is that good. So, check it out right now. Yeah, it'd mean a lot to me if y'all would go and check them out on Apple Music or Spotify. I'm going to link both of both of them in the description of this podcast. He has well over like 100,000 listens on both platforms. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. I think his song Cool Off is actually one of my favorite songs, and I listen to it all the time whenever I'm in a bad mood because it just has a really cool sound to it. It makes me smile. Also, shouts to Holland, the youngest trout. She's a blossoming ray of sunshine and happiness that truly embodies everything that Trout Wines and the Woodle Live Foundation stand for. And even though I'm not as close with her as I am with her brothers, I'm still proud of her, and I know that her family is too. Shouts to Mrs. T for pushing everyone to be their, be their best selves while at the same time having the biggest heart of anyone I've ever met. Not only is she the mother of a magnificent family, she's the same loving mother figure to the hundreds, if not thousands of people in the Woodle Live family. And the biggest shouts to Mr. T for being one of my biggest role models. He's one of the best public speakers I've ever seen. His ability to captivate and move a room full of people is truly something special. He's inspired thousands of people to change the way they think and learn to love each other. He's one of the greatest men I've ever met, and he's changing the world one hug at a time. Despite the great accomplishment of being a Major League Baseball pitcher, the legacy he leaves behind will be defined by his selflessness and the love, compassion, and hope that he inspires in so many of us. He's an accomplished athlete, a best-selling author, an incredible leader, a great father, and a beacon of hope. For kids and parents alike. His message is simple. This is what I'll leave you with today. You never know what a simple love you man 
can really mean to someone. And you never know when it might be your last opportunity to say it. So say it often, say it loud. Your friends are the greatest assets you'll ever have. So take care of them and make them feel loved. Amazing. Powerful moving. Great story, Charlie. Thank you. It is a great story. It's powerful, it's emotional, it's inspiring. Um, I didn't know about those two. I knew about um, I knew about the will to live, the hats I've seen all over you wearing it right now. And I knew about Colin, I didn't know they were connected. I thought they were the same thing, really. But thank you it, for sharing that. It's really, it's a plague to a community. Mental illness really yeah. is. Mm-hmm. And it can affect, it, it can destroy lives. Yeah. But the beautiful thing about Will to Live is they've spun it around and made such a profound impact on the community. Mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't have to do that. No. Like, I can't imagine the loss they felt. And um, the fact that they were able to turn that around and turn that into compassion and hope and love mm-hmm. for everybody else can't thank them enough yeah thank you to those of you that are listening the will to live people you change the world more than you know you affect people's lives every day and it's an important service that doesn't go unnoticed so and uh, uh, there's I'm sure there are plenty of events and and organizations uh, in your community on your campus um, that you can get involved in you can contribute anything you can time money anything volunteers volunteer hours any anything you can do really to help the cause spread the message and make the world a better place that's the biggest thing is just volunteering your time and even if you're not volunteering your time on site just bring that message yeah. out into the world and living it and sharing your experiences with those around you and that's really the kind of stuff that makes a lasting impact. Exactly. So mental health and especially depression has been something that's been um, something that's been affecting me recently. So um, I wrote I wrote something as well to uh, kind of describe what's been going on. So here we go. Mental health is a confusing thing. Your brain is the only thing you've ever known. So how are you supposed to know when there's something wrong? We all go through sad times. Times where we may seem lost, we can feel overwhelmed, alone, and usually hard times pass. But if you're dealing with a mental illness, these feelings linger for weeks to months to even years. Be reflective. Take a step back from it all. Think about the root of your problems. Maybe school, work, money, relationships. There are many stressful factors in our life. And what's important is to maintain healthy habits and practice safe, responsible coping mechanisms. Having just gone through one of maybe the most stressful periods of my life, I felt alone. I felt as though there was no one to turn to with my problems. I didn't want to be a burden to my friends and my family. I didn't go to class. I couldn't sleep on my own. Weed, melatonin, alcohol. I didn't eat. After many private breakdowns, I finally started talking to somebody about how I was feeling. Just verbalizing what what was going on in my head had a huge impact. I still have things in my head I can't say out loud and I'm scared to say out loud. But later this week, I'm talking to a psychiatrist. And in that safe area, I hope that I'll be able to be honest with myself and somebody else for the first time. When it comes to dealing with mental illness, there's no reason to shut yourself away. 
and try it work to work it out by yourself. One of my best friends, Cam, said it best. If you had a knee injury, you wouldn't just keep running on it until something went away. You'd go see a doctor and you'd get some treatment. Your brain works the same way. Mental illness is caused by chemical imbalances in your brain, and there are a wide variety of treatments that can help you recover. Talk therapy, meditation, medication, all ways that have helped millions of people overcome their mental illnesses. You are never alone. Your friends care about you. Your family cares about you. Some people that you talk to might be less helpful than others. There's still a stigma surrounding a perfectly normal, natural thing that happens to a lot of people. And so that's what we're trying to help reverse with this podcast today. We're just trying to talk about it, get people talking about it, understand that it's not something you should be shy of or be afraid of. It doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you lesser. It's something that isn't a medical thing and that can be helped. I don't want to see any of you struggle with this on your own. I know many of you are in colleges across the country now, so please check out your student health center. Most of them offer counseling sessions now free of charge. Check them out. Schedule something. Even if you're just, you think you're getting by okay, like you can deal with it. Don't deal with it. Talk to somebody. You don't have to. You don't have to deal with it. There's no harm in verbalizing your thoughts. It helped me so much, and it can help you too. If you still feel like no one will understand, reach out to me, please. You don't have to be alone. Text me, snap me, call me, DM me. At the very least, I'll be there to help you understand, to listen, to talk with you about what's going on in your head because it can be scary and you can feel so alone. But don't let that happen. Reach out. Talk to people. Let somebody know. Let us know. Let us know. And if you're out there and you notice your friends... Have we said this before? I might have said it already, but I'm going to say it again. Um, if you notice your friends or anybody you, you care about in your life is acting a little strange, maybe they're not enthusiastic as they used to be or they don't want to do normal things they like doing or they're not eating too much or they're not eating enough or they're eating too much or they're skipping class a lot or sleeping a lot. If there's something off, then there's probably a reason for it. You know your friends better than you think. So when you notice something wrong, that means something's wrong. So reach reach out to them. Ask them. Talk to them. Tell them you care about them. Tell them you're always there to help. It can go a long way because you never know what position that person's in. Yeah, and you never know how much it means for you to reach out to that person when they're really feeling alone and to have somebody reach out to them and let them know that they're really cared about and, you know, somebody's worried about them. It just means a lot. And if somebody reaches out to you, make sure that you are respectful and you listen to them and you understand them because they're choosing you to share something personal with. And that's that's a trust thing. That's a respect thing. And it's, a, it's an honor. It's an honor. And you should never, never, no matter who this person is, somebody you like, somebody you don't like, somebody you're close with, you're not close with, they've chosen you for a reason, so help them, talk to them about it, try to get them to talk to somebody, a professional, it's it's important, so don't take it lightly if somebody reaches out to you, it's not a burden, it's nothing. You're, not, you're never going to be a burden on somebody else's life that cares about you. Exactly. People care about you, alright, just reach out, it's not... You don't have to do this alone. Yeah, please. Anything else? 
So to wrap it up today, we're gonna. I have a list of things that you should do once a month to um, really up your potential. That that make me happy, and that kind of remind you what it's like to, you know, be a kid again and to have that youthful excitement. And the number one thing is do something that twelve year old you would do. So think back to you in sixth grade what you'd want to do on a typical weekend. Think about all the things your parents told you you couldn't do because whatever reason it was bad for you. Cam and I go to Sky Zone all the time. We go mini golfing. I, when I went home for Christmas break, I jumped around in the snow, rolled around, jumped off decks onto snow banks. I love it. So much fun. Snow angels. Cut loose. Just enjoy yourself the way... Do something that 12-year-old you would be proud of you doing now. You'd be like, huh... Like, you remember when you were 12 and you said, man, when I'm growing up, I'm going to eat cake for dinner. I'm going to eat ice cream every day. Go eat a cake for dinner. Go eat a cake for dinner. Who cares? Do something that 12-year-old you would be so excited you did. I promise you. You won't regret it. I promise you the gains in your mental health will be so much much more than the losses in your physical health. Go do a flip into a pool. Go throw a water balloon at somebody. Oh, yes. Do anything. It's fun. Just, like, prank somebody. Maybe get in like a little bit of trouble. A little bit like, of trouble. It'd be awesome. It'd be fun. Next up, we got shower stuff. Shower's a, shower's a really personal time. You're just alone with your own thoughts. Um, sometimes I like to throw on some music. Jam along to the music. Just cut loose dancing in the shower. Absolutely go nuts. Nobody can see you. You're not. We don't have to worry about being a white guy with no rhythm. Or a white girl with no rhythm. Or a black man or a woman with no, with no rhythm. Any race without rhythm. Just have fun with it. Express yourself through dance. Whether it be a sad song, a happy song, a rap song, a country song. Have fun with it. and tra- Hardcore trap hard- EDM. Whatever you want. Just imagine... Maybe listen to Jester in the shower. Maybe listen to Jester in the shower and go nuts. Dance. Dance like no one is watching, actually. Because nobody is watching. So who cares? Enjoy yourself. Be safe, though. Please don't fall and crack Please your head Please don't fall and shower. crack your head open. That's not good. That's not what we want. Also... Take at least one cold shower every month. Like, actually cold. Not, like, mild. Cold. Freezing cold. Hit the reset button. Hit the reset button on your brain. You know when it's a hot day in the summer, you jump in a pool, jump in the ocean, you cool down, and you immediately feel better. Do that once a month. It resets your brain, your body, gets you back going on the right path, eliminates any type of thoughts you have. Um keeps you really on message and in line and then last up i just added i just just added okay yeah just roll your windows down especially before it gets like too cold outside exactly sorry northern guys sorry Sorry about it cold sorry weather up there we live in the south roll the windows down 80 degrees by now crank the music up all the way and just drive just go for a drive enjoy it enjoy your life because like what's better than that smell the fall air or the summer air, or the winter air, or the spring air. Anytime do it all you want the to time. do it. Just do it. You know this is like my favorite thing. It's your favorite thing to do. I literally drive so much just doing this. So you don't know about, or you do, I guess you do know about car time karaoke, but. Yeah, I do. Car time karaoke was that. I joined in in like episode like 60. Yeah, you were, I, um, I haven't done it in a so while. So explain actually. it to the Those listeners. Those of you that don't know what car time karaoke is, um, I was not dating, but I was talking to this girl. Um, in high school, junior year, maybe junior 
junior year and I was driving and I had my, oh, don't text and drive actually, or snap and drive. So I don't do this anymore, but I was young and dumb. And I took a snapshot of myself singing along to a song. And I said it to her and she said, don't send that to me. Like nobody wants to see that. Like that's weird. And I was like, uh, everybody does that. I'm gonna put it on my story. And I started with car time karaoke part one. And when I retired it, I think I did car time karaoke. 73 was the last one I did. Yeah, you did it when you went home. Yeah, 73. And then I've done like 10 or 15 like variations of it where like carpool karaoke or like locker room. I don't know, random stuff. But there were all times when I was driving by myself or with a friend and had the radio cranked all the way up, belting out the words to a song I liked. And what's, lot, be- like, what's better than that? To be honest, like... Most people at first were like not fans of it. Like people would like chirp me for it. I'm like, why are you chirping me for doing something that makes me happy? Yeah. Like I'm, I've realized that like a lot of our jokes, a lot of the jokes you make are at the expense of others who are just straight up enjoying things. And I'm going to make an active effort to like let people enjoy the things they enjoy because they enjoy it. Yeah. And I've so, been working on that. Try to be positive overall. I've been really working on my positivity lately and it's made an impact on my own mental health. Exactly, exactly. And then last up, um, be the little spoon if you can. Girls, if you're listening, the five of you out of the thousands of the listeners, like the five girls that listen to this. Let your boyfriend be a little spoon. Once. Please. Once in a while. It's amazing. Girls know about being a little spoon. Boys don't. Guys, if you've never been a little spoon, it is the most comforting thing you'll ever imagine. It's like being wrapped in a warm blanket. It's like, wow, I am so safe right now. Thank you. It's comforting. It's reassuring. And if you can do it, do it. Do it, please. It's great. Girls, next time you're snuggling with your mans, say, hey, you want to be the little spoon? You'll make his day. Oh, that'd be so awesome. That'd be amazing. A, su- a surprise little spoon? I have to ask sometimes. Sometimes I get it. I just roll, roll over and I'll get it. <laughs> You've dropped the hint. But that's it for things you should do at least once a month that I've remembered off the top of my head. Yeah, I think we gotta wrap it up. You gotta go to class. I do. All right, guys. Well, I hope you listened to it. I hope you took something from it. I hope you'll be able to apply it in your real life. Good luck out there. We're all fighting this fight together. One of your friends is acting weird, ask him about it. Reach out to him. If something seems a little bit off, you never know. There's probably a reason for it. Worst case scenario, nothing's wrong. Or in the worst case scenario, you asking if something's wrong, nothing's wrong. Best case scenario, you saved their life. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back to our regular content. Our regularly scheduled programming. Next time. Have a great day. See ya. Love ya. Love ya.